Wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes, 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 yes. For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Final episode of Wrestle Rant Radio here today for December 30th, 2021. The annual, ninth annual, that is, WWE slash NXT slash year in review, or slash AEW, rather, year in review award show right here on Wrestle Rant Radio. Lot to get into. In addition to that, we got day one on Saturday, NXT New Year's Evil on Tuesday, AEW's TBS Dynamite debut next Wednesday. Quite a busy time. Our, our departure as well from WWE on Wednesday from this past week. A lot to get into. We'll try to condense it as much as possible into an hour, hour and a half long show. I know last year we went for like two and a half hours. Alexis was on the call as well. Uh, we're going to try to go a little bit shorter than that. But Mr. Marceau, you're here as well. What's going on, brother? Doing well. How are you? Doing great. Excited for the results that you cheated to uh, vote in about a week or two ago. <laughs> I can't wait. I rigged the system. Rigged the system by voting twice. I, I texted you back. I'm like, did you vote on two different devices? I'm like, what's going on here? Genius. Genius. So we'll get into all of that momentarily. Uh, new episodes every single Thursday on WrestleRant.com, WrestleRantRadio.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, and Podbean. We're also on Amazon Music and Pandora now. If you got Pandora, WrestleRant Radio available there as well. So be sure to rate the show, review the show, subscribe to the show for new episodes every single Thursdays uh, today and going forward into 2022. So I look forward to that. Which is we're closing in on the 10 year mark of this uh, of the show, Mister Mars. So we got to do something special for 10 years come late 2023. Seriously, might have to drive up to uh, Massachusetts and do a show live in person. My needs, I need a cake. Ten years, got to get like a cake or something. <laughs> I know, I got to get a cake or something. It's around the same time that uh, the ten year anniversary of my of my friendship with Mister Marceau. So, got to celebrate in some form or fashion. But like I said, we got a lot to get into. So let's get into the news and notes real quick before we get into the results. We'll save that for for last, but that's coming up in about ten minutes. The biggest news of the week, Mister Marceau. News broke on Wednesday. Tony Storm gone from WWE. Not released. I mean, technically released, but reportedly per Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful, requesting her release, quitting the company. Uh, she was at a live event on Tuesday, apparently flew home, uh, bought a plane ticket out of her own pocket, went home, pal, took her ball and went home, which sounds bad. But um, seemingly she just wanted no part of the company anymore, and um company granted her release, and she is indeed gone from WWE. So details are still scarce as of right now. It doesn't really seem like a lot of people know what happened from a backstage standpoint from what I've seen so far people are like yeah she just up and left like it's bizarre <clears throat> it might be a health thing it might be a personal thing it might be a family thing who knows we really don't know all the details until we find out from her herself or a source close to her we really don't know everything but before we get into the nitty and gritty of it and, and her booking in, in WWE in general because it was a week ago on Smackdown not even that she lost the Charlotte Flair on the show and uh fell short of becoming the SmackDown Women's Champion, so we'll get into all of that. But your initial reaction, Mr. Marceau, to finding out that Tony Storm is gone from WWE? 
So, I mean, we discussed this a couple weeks ago. I was like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if she got released. But, I mean, this is obviously a, di- a little bit different. She got released, but it was more of her doing, I guess. So, I don't know. I, I, honestly, I was a little bit more shocked just because I feel like the match on Friday night, like, she didn't lose, but it wasn't like she got, like, she didn't tap out or get, like, pinned, like, clean one, two, three. Like, it was kind of like more of a roll up and wasn't as decisive, like, a definite win. So, I was like, oh, maybe we'll get a rematch. Because the way it, like, I don't know, it kind of looked like Charlotte's shoulders could have been down, too. So, I kind of, like, not like a dusty finish, but, like, she didn't get, like, hit with, like, natural yep. selection tap out. Like, it was just like a little roll-up. I'm like, oh, like, maybe we'll probably have a, a rematch here, and then we'll see what they do with the next. Like, they just started pushing her, so I, I was a little bit surprised when they said that she asked for her release. Maybe, they said, maybe it's a little bit more than we know going on. But, like, obviously, her booking in the last couple months when she got drafted wasn't amazing. But, I mean, it just seemed like they were just starting to do a little bit more with her, and then... And then this, so, I mean, hopefully everything works out, but, I mean, could she have been booked by it? Yeah, but I feel like they were just starting to give her a little push, and then it, it came to a, a pretty premature end. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, the booking was terrible. I don't think they ever saw her as a priority. Do you think eventually, had she stuck around, they would have eventually pushed her at that level? I mean, I, I to me, it never really felt like they saw her as a star, that, that she was. I feel like she would have been in the same spot. Had she lost to Charlotte again, whether it be a day one or at another point, I don't think she was ever going to beat Charlotte. I felt like that was going to be it. Um, th- that's just how I saw it, though. I mean, it's it's hard to tell. I feel like there's a lot of people. I mean, I feel like Becky Lynch is a perfect example. Like, was she booked great? No, True. but she was good. But then, like, I feel like she always seemed like the B-plus player. Like, I feel like then when she had that one opportunity with the, the, the punch her around the world, I feel like then she got more fanfare, and then she kind of turned in and made it into her own thing and got to where it is now. So... I mean, was she booked amazing? No. I mean, there was times in 2017 she wasn't even on TV. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, do I think if she, like, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, I, I mean, I think more than likely she wouldn't have done much. But, I mean, I think she had the potential. And, I mean, like I said, they did seemingly start to push her a little bit on SmackDown and, and then this. So, I, mean, I guess time, I guess we'll never know. But, um, I mean, it is what it is, unfortunately. I mean, it just further writes home. It feels like any potential stars they have, men or women, really just, they're losing any potential next crop of talent to fill in for the four horsewomen's or the Roman Reigns or the Drew McIntyre's. It feels like, I mean, SmackDown specifically is suffering. I mean, between the Jeff Hardy release under different circumstances recently and now this, I mean, SmackDown is a just a, a fucking shithole right now. I mean, it's it's crazy. They really need some more star power on that show. Yeah, I mean, SmackDown has been a little bit tougher to watch lately. I feel like if they if they hadn't tr- treated Shinsuke just like as a joke or not as like if he was a little bit more serious, I feel like they get away with it. But I feel like him being IC champion, just like he's just kind of there. I mean, the rest of the women. I mean, you have Charlotte, but they're besides. I mean, Sasha's still there, but besides that, they really don't have anyone of like no. It just they need definitely need to build some more people up. But I mean, the men, like you said, men specifically. I mean, I like Sheamus. I feel like he's got potential, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Cesaro is just kind of there doing what he always does. Ridge, we'll see what happens with him. The tag team stuff's the tag team stuff. I mean, besides Roman and Drew, there really isn't anyone on the men roster really worth a nickel. Yeah, I mean, you go from Roman and Brock in the main event of day one on Saturday to then, let me check my notes here, Drew and Madcap Moss. I mean, that's that's a pretty far depth chart on the SmackDown side of things. It's Madcap. It's funny. <laughs> Dude. Terrible. The Happy Corbin shit is terrible. The pie stuff with Tony was terrible. It's sad to see her go. Um, I texted this yesterday. I mean, obviously she'll go wherever. If she continues wrestling, which I assume she will. She's 26. 
Assuming she continues and she pops up somewhere else, she's a star, she'll do well wherever she goes. To me, she always, the, the, the sad thing is that I always felt like she was a WWE type of superstar. Like, she had that over-the-top personality. I know she had the Motley Crue thing from like 30, 40 years ago. People don't, maybe not even know what that is, but I don't know. She just had the personality of someone that could connect with the crowd very easily. And they just never really gave, gave her the opportunity to succeed. Or they never really gave her enough time before she quit, whatever. Um, just never really worked out. So, with that being said, um, where do you think she winds up at some point when, assumingly, her 90-day compete clause is up? I mean, AEW would be the most obvious choice, but, I mean, they just brought in Mercedes Martinez. I don't know, I feel like they have they their women's division, they have a lot of women, but I think they would obviously benefit from having someone like Tony on their squad. Um, Impact would be a fine choice. Any one place stand out to you at all? Maybe back to Japan? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like wherever she goes, I mean, I think she has the potential to be a star. AEW, I mean, I feel like they're just getting so bloated at this point. I mean, I think they could use her in the women's division, but then it's like, then I feel like it just brings the other people down too. It's like, then you'd see Less Thunder Rosa, which we never really see, and Less Ruby Soho, which we haven't seen on TV in a while. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would just keep what they have now. I mean, Martinez, Mercedes Martinez last night, I mean, literally the fans sat in their hands. They literally could care less that she was there. So, bringing in more people, I would just focus on who you have now build some other people up i mean you keep bringing up more and more people it's like the wwe effect and when you start trying to push more people then they just go down the card even further because you're bringing in bigger names so uh, i i would focus on the women they have now well let's not forget tegan Knox and ember moon are also uh free agents as well <laughs> yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah it's, it's true yeah i don't know we'll see how it shakes out in the uh in the months to come and, and who they pick up and who they don't. There's still there's still a lot of free agents. I mean, BFAB's going to be in the market soon, too. Maybe they could pick her up. On her own, no hit row, because she's great in the ring. No comment. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people are about to become free agents. I mean, Jeff Hardy's going to become a free agent at some point. Um, they'll, they'll probably look at him, I, I would imagine. You know, Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, Ember, Tegan... Um, hit row. There's a there's a lot of people. John Morrison, Ty Valkyrie. It's, re- it's ridiculous. And they're Wait, not going to sign everyone. What'd you say? Bearcat. Yeah, Bearcat. Yeah, exactly. Is that uh, is that Papa Marcel? I love Bearcat. Okay, got the action figure standing right in front of me. It's perfect. <laughs> we'll be see- I'm sure I'm sure we'll be seeing him popping up somewhere with his litter box and all. Um, <laughs> yeah, sad to see Tony depart, but hopefully she could pop up somewhere else in the not too distant future. Um, as far as New Year's Evil, dude, they've really stacked the show for next Tuesday, including a match they just announced this past week. Uh, let's do predictions real quickly. Riddle and MSK versus all of Imperium, Fabian Eichner, Marcel Bartel, and the returning Walter, we have not seen since he lost the NXT UK Championship uh, back in August to Ilya Dragunov. So, bit of a random return. Maybe this is a one-off for him in NXT. I just don't see how he really fits into the show. Um, but this should be a hell of a match, though, if nothing else. So, who do you got going over here and your thoughts on Riddle and Walter now being involved in NXT? I'm going with Imperium here. I think they've been they've been firing on all cylinders. They're new, new champs. Um, keep their momentum going here. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it's good. I, I like Walter, and I like to see him when he pops up on NXT. Riddle's a little bit more random, but, I mean, I guess it goes with the MSK stoner thing, so we'll let it, we'll let it ride. But I think it's going to be a good match, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Do you think there's a chance that maybe Walter, this is a red herring, making people think he's going to NXT, but he pops up in the Rumble, maybe he goes there instead to Raw or SmackDown? I mean, I don't really trust him with Walter on the show, but just just the thought. Um, it's possible. I mean, I, don't know, I, I just feel like if they haven't done it yet with him on the main roster, I just feel like when, when, when's the point? I mean, he's been ready forever. I don't mm. 
I, I, and I feel like he's better. Like, if they called him up, I'd want the other Imperium guys with him. I feel like it just adds his aura. So, I mean, I guess they could do that as well. But, I mean, the tag team division could use it. They have none. So, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they got in mind for Walter um, going into 2022. AJ Styles and Grayson Waller is on the Wikipedia page here. I don't think that's an actual match that's happening. I think AJ's just coming back to NXT to uh, confront Waller. You're no Waller fan. I'm curious what your thoughts on this on the latest developments in the Waller-Styles feud is because Styles interrupted Waller on NXT this week, I think via video or whatever, maybe not. Um, yeah, I think he did actually. But then, Gr- yeah, yeah, and then Waller was on Raw as well. So what are your thoughts on the latest development in this feud? I mean, it's better than, like, just two random new guys that no one cares about. I think AJ, it's a better role than what they've been using with him, with him and Omos. Um, I mean, I'm not a Waller guy. I, I mean, I don't know. Him beating Aussie Jones, like, pissed me off. So, it is what it is. I mean, <laughs> he did thing. I, I guess he's a heel. I, I, I don't know. I just don't really see, like, any longevity in him, but that's my opinion, I guess. All right. Do you think Waller loses to AJ when the time comes? I hope so. If he's beating fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. He'd probably be on the main roster by that point. He <laughs> should put the fucking strap on at that point. <laughs> exactly. NXT North American Championship versus NXT Cruiserweight Championship Unification match. Carmelo Hayes and Roderick Strong. Uh, we were told on Tuesday that the winner of this will be the North American Champion. So the Cruiserweight Champion is done. The, the Cruiserweight Championship is going to be done with um, after five years of being back, which is long overdue. The title hasn't been anything in, in ages. Um, Hayes here winning is an easy pick, right? Oh, Hayes, LOL. I mean, I like Roddy. I just, I mean, Carmelo Hayes, uh, talk about a star. Yep. I mean, if you said M, okay, I, I'm all the way. I think Carmelo Hayes is great. Not a huge Trick Williams guy. I feel like he's just a goof, but <laughs> I like Carmelo. I think he's, he's got the great, he's got a great look. He's great in the ring. I think he's perfect North American champion. And I think he's going to knock Roddy off on, on Wednesday night or Tuesday night. Yeah, add another name to the list of people that he's beaten, and uh, I think it should be a great match, and bye-bye Cruiserweight Championship. Mandy Rose versus Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez triple threat match NXT Women's Championship. Um, looking forward to this one. I like all three women in the match. Cora Jade's a future star. Raquel's improved a lot in the last year, and Mandy Rose has, I think, been doing great work since coming to NXT. Mandy just became champion two months ago at Halloween Havoc. Um, I know she could lose here without being pinned. I wouldn't have her lose, though. I, I feel like whoever doesn't get pinned... We'll get a rematch against Mandy at some other point. And they could always do... Man- they, Mandy is... Uh, you know, she beat Raquel one-on-one. She lost to Cora one-on-one. So I feel like they're more... They would rather do Mandy and Cora one-on-one at some point. Maybe Raquel gets pinned here. Um, they could do Raquel and Mandy again. Maybe Raquel then heads the Raw or SmackDown. But either way, I think Mandy Rose retains the NXT Women's Championship. What about you? Yeah, I agree. I think... Unless they had her just as a stopgap just to get the belt off of Raquel, which... At that point, it really didn't matter. But I mean, I I, I would keep it on on Mandy. Unless, like I said, unless they were just going to put on her for like a hot second just to get it warm for for Cora Jade at this point. But I I think you have Mandy win here. Maybe you have Toxic Attraction help a little bit. And she beats Raquel, and then like you said, you can have Cora Jade and, and and Mandy down the line. But I I think I think it's I mean it's pretty much set in stone that Cora Jade's going to be champion in the near future. So wow. we'll see. Good. I mean, I just. I just wouldn't take it off Mandy yet. You think Cora is the one to take the belt off her at some point? I mean, who else would take it off her at this point? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at that division, it's slim pickings. I mean, they do have a lot of talented women, but maybe Tiffany Stratton. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, you're not a big fan of Daddy's Little Girl? I mean, I, I thought she was decent on Monday on uh, last week's show, but yeah. I mean. 
No, yeah, she's not more. Really. <laughs> yeah, no, she she was decent, but I mean, I was actually expecting worse, but uh, hey, she's she's better, she's more impressive already than Lash Legend. I don't know if you've seen her some of her matches. I have not seen her in the ring. She had a decent match against a woman named Amari Miller on 205 Live a few weeks ago. She had a match the next week with Saray that was regarded as one of the worst matches of the year. Like, and it was Tate too. It was just, it was fucking terrible. Um, if you have the cock, if you have Peacock, it's on there. But uh, yeah, it's, yeah, she she's decent as well. She have they have a lot of athletic women, but they're far ways off from being champion. Is the problem? Cora Jade seems like the right choice though. Uh, we get to the main event: Tommaso Ciampa, Braun Breaker for the NXT Championship. Braun Breaker all the way, baby, right? New champ, baby. Braun Breaker. I love it. I can't wait. This when is it. My... Oh, it's, it has to be. If it's not now, like I said, not now, it's never. I mean, Cam lose a champ again. I mean, he's got all the momentum. It's NXT 2.0. Give me, give me Breaker. Hey, what if, um, what if he loses, but shows up in the Rumble, wins the whole thing? Dog face Gremlin versus the Big Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Vince would love that. Hey, they might strap the rocket to him and push him all the way to the main event of WrestleMania within six months. The guy's had I mean, five matches under his belt. I mean, he's great. I mean, I I, <laughs> honestly, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, with the way that they are. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. If he lost, I would. If, if he loses, he has to get called up at that point. <laughs> you would have to, yeah. So, but I think he'll win here. I think I think he could still have him in the Rumble. I love if, that, please. Yeah, I, I would have him win here. You can still put him in the Rumble just to get him a little... Little main roster time, and then like I said, I can. I mean, I would say by the end of the year, I can see them calling them up. They need, they need, they need new stars. It's the the men's division. I feel so stagnant now, especially with all the people they let go. So you got to make some new stars. I agree. They're attempting to. They have Carmelo. They're trying to build up Waller. They got a you know obviously Breaker. Um, they're trying to build up guys like Solo Sequoia, Von Wagner, your favorite, who's fucking terrible. But you know, I guess the <laughs> attempt is there. Um, what what about an appearance from Rex Steiner? Do you think he shows up because he was rumored to be at Halloween Havoc, couldn't make it? He told me that he he tried, he couldn't make it or whatever. Um, do you think they try to get him for New Year's Evil to be there for a uh, bronze big title win? Yeah, yeah, I'm there. Rick Steiner, Dogface Gremlin. I love it. Love. What about Scott? Oh, I gotta get Uncle Scott there. Hey, give him the fucking mic. <laughs> <laughs> give me a fucking mic. <laughs> It's amazing. Only if Chris only if Chris Nowinski shows up and he beats him up. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> He's in his Letterman jacket. Um, let's get into the day one predictions real quickly as we wrap up uh, this section of the show before we get into the results, which a large part I have not seen yet until like right now. Um, pre-show: Cesaro and Ricochet versus Ridge Holland and Sheamus just announced this morning for day one on Saturday. Who do you what what team do you think wins here? I, I've been liking the Cesaro Sheamus mini feud. Um, Sheamus and Ridge Holland seem like the I don't know, the more of the team than Cesaro and Ricochet, but Cesaro has lost to Ridge and Holland, or Ridge and Sheamus every time. So I think this is a Cesaro and Ricochet win. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe keep the heat on the baby faces, but like you said, or, or on the heels, but I mean, Cesaro's lost every time. So I'd give him some win here. Um, get the, have the heels chase a little bit. Like I said, you can still have a win, and then heels beat their ass after. So I, I would have uh, Ricochet and Cesaro win. Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen Ricochet in a while either, and I felt like he was you know, starting to get over a little bit more on SmackDown when they started to give him more opportunities and then he just disappeared. So, um, you know, hopefully this is a, you know, a, a nice fresh start for him in 2022. 2022, we can only hope. Um, that being said, so with the rest of the card, after what we got on Raw this week, do you think any of the major matches changed due to COVID stuff or do you think it stays as is? I mean, it's possible. Um, 
I mean, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I, I, I think they'll try, try their best. I mean, if they went on Raw, maybe, I don't know, the five-day quarantine thing now. So, I don't know, we'll see. But. Yeah, I think WWE will try their hardest to get everyone on the show. So, I think that's ultimately what's going to happen. Uh, Drew McIntyre, Mad Cat Moss. McIntyre's got to win, right? I mean, he has to. Oh, I was gonna pick Madcap. Just kidding. What? <laughs> Drew all the way. I actually don't mind Madcap. I mean, I like Riddick Moss better. I mean, him and Tino. Well, I was Chips. gonna say, who's Tino? Then I remembered. Oh God, I love them together. But I mean, I feel like we've seen Riddick Moss a few times um, at those NXT shows. He used to always be on them, and every time he'd have a new gimmick. Uh, <laughs> yep, he always did. And and, never, uh, never improved the lick either. Good. I think he's good. I just, like I said, I just feel like this madcap and happy Corbin stuff is just like fodder at this point. It is what it is. But if you haven't drew face him, like that's how you know you're in fucking trouble. Yeah, no, it's just, I don't know. It's clearly filler. They're building the McIntyre and Corbin, which who gives a shit about? I mean, I guess a small part of me can see Moss winning just to continue the feud. But if you're going to have Drew potentially take the title off of Roman... To have him lose the fucking Madcap Moss is a joke. I mean, Drew doesn't really lose unless it really truly matters, so I, I certainly would not have him lose here. Um, SmackDown Tag Team Titles, the Usos versus the New Day for the upteenth time. I mean, the Usos have lost to the New Day the last three weeks in a row. I feel like this is a, a slam dunk win for the Usos at, at day one. A, a pay-per-view essentially named after them. They need to win. I mean, they, they've been cool off so much lately. They lose at every turn. Um so I would have Usos win here. I like the New Day, but I feel like they've gotten gotten the better hand of of the Usos lately. It's kind of starting to turn them into jokes, and then they're going to toss around like rag dolls against against Lesnar. So give give them some wins, got to heat them up a little bit. I mean, at this point, they're just they're honestly becoming just grade A losers. I mean, this division is in shambles. They have these two teams. They have who Nakamura and Boogs. Is that even a team? Los Lotharios. I mean, they have almost no teams on SmackDown. I mean, Raw has no tag teams either. I just I mean, Raw, Raw has more teams. You just don't care about them, which I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the tag <laughs> division just needs to fucking go, or you have to actually put some actual interest in it. Yeah, it has never been a priority for them. That has always been their Achilles' heel in this company for the most part. Um, I have Usos winning as well. Moving on over to Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan, Raw Women's Championship. Is it Liv's moment, or does Becky retain going into the road to WrestleMania? Big time Bex retains. I love, I think I, I really like what they've done with, with Liv. I just don't think she's the one. I like her. I hope they keep it up. I hope they kind of do something similar they did with Bianca. Yep. Like, even though she would not cha- she's not in the championship picture, she's doing something or on TV. I mean, they clearly see future with her, and I think Liv has potential. I think she's better. She's from where she began with the fucking New Jersey yo 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 thing. Like it's honestly crazy to see where she came from. So I'm happy she's getting her shot. I think she's done great with it. Um, I just think Becky's gonna win. I think she should. And then, like you said, I, it's I think it's gotta be either Rhea or Bianca. I mean, honestly, Bianca probably should be the one to beat her. But I, I wouldn't have a problem if it's Rhea either. But um, keep Liv on the show. I think she's got a good fanfare. Keep pushing her and. I think you could possibly make a star out of her as well. So just don't, just don't not put her on TV or do dumb shit. Yeah, I don't think she's the wrong person so much as it's just the not the right time. Like, I feel like they're telling this story with her as, you know, with Becky, that she's been champion every active day since WrestleMania 35. I feel like to ruin that, to take the belt off of her now before we even get to WrestleMania, I, don't, I wouldn't do that. So 
Um, I would keep the belt on her till Mania, have her beat Liv. I agree, though. Either Becky or Rhea makes sense to have uh, one of them take the belt off of Becky, ultimately, uh, come WrestleMania. Edge versus The Miz. Again, again, same thing as Moss, where I feel like he, Miz could sneak out a, a cheap victory here to keep the feud going, but I don't know. Edge just beat Rollins at Crown Jewel, and they want to keep the momentum going. He's got to beat The Miz. I like The Miz. I'm, I'm glad he's back with Maurice, but he's still being booked like a goof for the most part. I don't want Goofy Miz beating Edge. I just think that's silly. Um, Edge has got to win here. I think it might be with the help of Beth Phoenix to set up a mixed tag, probably the Rumble. Um, what say you, Mr. Marceau? Does Beth come in here, and who do you see winning? No, I mean, I was going to say, I feel like I have I have uh, Miz going here. I feel like you'd have Maurice like, pull a leg or get involved, and then you have the Miz win, and then, then you get the, the tag team. Okay. I feel like you, there's no point. You wouldn't get the tag team if if, if, Edge, and Be- if Edge won. Yeah, I like- I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I want. I would be fine. I think with Miz and Maurice winning the mixed tag, but then Miz losing to Edge, Miz beating Edge. I don't. I don't know. I want to see Edge. I want to see Miz elevated. Is the problem, but he's just a fucking. Like, they book him like a loser. I mean, the last two years of his career have been a complete waste. I don't know if there's any rebounding from that. Like some of the dripstick stuff. Oh my god, I, <laughs> I can't. The stuff with Braun was bad. It was really the stuff bad. The was really bad. It was really bad. I could go on and on. The stuff with New Day was pretty shit. I mean, they've done a lot of bad. Never-ending feud with Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. Not going to forget. They never won a fucking match. Never beat him once. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Um, I think I think Edge wins here. But Miz wins, like you said. I, I think that's definitely a possibility. Um, to the two top title matches we go, assuming they happen as advertised, Big E defends the WWE Championship against Seth Rollins. Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley. Uh, there's so many people involved in this thing now. I feel like Big E's got to retain. I mean, I guess Rollins could win without pinning Big E. I don't see Bobby getting the belt back on the show. Owens, even though he resigned, would be a nice shocker. It'd be a pleasant surprise if he won. I I feel like again he's another guy a lot like the Miz. They book him too often to look like a goof, and I feel like him as champion would just be a joke at this point unless they really rebuild him back up. Um, Big E and Rollins are really who it comes down to. I, I feel like we're getting Big E and Rollins regardless of the Rumble. Rollins could win, I guess. I don't know. I just don't... I'm not feeling a title change here. What about you? It's tough. Um, I like Big E. I feel like his tolerance kind of been meh. Uh, I feel like with the more... I feel like the introduction of more people that could see... You could see someone else winning. I'm going to stick with Big E, though. And I feel like I feel like maybe like you said maybe you could have Rollins win, but if not, even if you don't have Rollins win, he still kind of has like that. He's supposed to have that one-on-one title shot, like opportunity. So, like you said, he could still do them at the Rumble. Um, I like I want I kind of want Owens to win, but I just I, don't know, I guess I don't have the faith in them to do it. So I don't think Bobby's gonna win. I mean, well, I take the belt off him. You're just gonna put it back on him. Yeah. But, uh, I want Owens to win. I think, but Big E will retain though. Do you think Big E holds on to the championship till Mania or no? Ugh. I know we've talked about this before. It's tough. I I just don't know who you have to face is the problem. And yeah, don't they don't have a lot of depth on this roster at all. <laughs> and for the love of God, don't say Goldberg. Oh, um, okay, what about Omos? No. What? <laughs> have him win the Rumble. No, thank you. <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on here. I, I think Biggie retains. At least we'll get past this pay-per-view, and we'll see what they have in store beyond that. Uh, I, I still think we're getting Biggie and Rollins at the Rumble. 
I don't think Rollins needs to go into Mania as the WWE champion. I just, again, who would you have him face at that point? Um, I don't know. I think Biggie retains, though. And then we get to what was very likely what's going to be the main event. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar part 12, probably. Um, Universal Championship. I'm still hooked on this feud, brother. This has been great stuff on SmackDown. The show, the rest of the show is pretty abysmal, but, you know, the Roman and Brock stuff has been great. Um, the match should be good. I like the Crown Jewel match. Liking the roles being reversed. What will Paul Heyman do is the question here, and how will that factor into the finish? So, before I even give my prediction, Mr. Marceau, what do you think's going down here, and what will... Heyman do. Where does his allegiance lie? Kid puts me on the spot first. <laughs> I'm... Oh, fuck. I, I, I'm saying he's going to go back with Roman. I, I don't think... I think maybe it's just the, like getting Brock's confidence up that he's got Heyman in his back pocket when he really doesn't. I don't know. I just... I don't really see any... Like, Heyman and Roman was such a great pairing that like putting him with Lesnar, who's really got a shelf life at this point i just i don't see any benefit in it just i would keep him with roman um if not keep him with roman don't put like put him with someone else but not brock i don't know i i i i have i have roman winning here and i think paul helps him yeah i don't know i mean do you think it's going to happen because you want it to happen or because you genuinely think it's going to happen I think it's going to happen. All right. I, I'm more in the camp of I just want it to happen. I don't know if it will. That's the thing, though. They're not making it obvious. That's why I like this, because WWE, from a booking standpoint, is so incompetent most times that it's actually unpredictable as to whether they're going to do the right thing. So I, I think it actually benefits them in a, in a certain way, which is helpful, I guess. It's kind of negative to think that way, but I feel like that's an actual benefit for them. Yeah. I mean, I think it's probably because payments have got his fingerprints on it, and it's something that he's doing. It's not really them. Yeah, it's true. Um, I don't know. I don't think Roman loses. I don't know. He's been champion for so long. I wouldn't have him lose out of the pay per view called Day One. I think you got to wait till WrestleMania. We're so close, dude. How do you not wait till WrestleMania? And I just don't think Brock should beat him. He's a I fresh young star. I just, I'd honestly rather Drew beat him, and I really don't want to see that. But I'd rather Drew beat him than that, Brock. That's my thought exactly. If it's gonna be anyone. Of those two, it's got to be Drew. I mean, at least he's going to be here. Brock's not going to be here. I mean, if Brock wins just for Roman to win it back at the Rumble, that'd be fucking stupid. I mean, I just... He's held the belt for so long to interrupt it at this point. Unless it really means something, I think would be dumb. So, they, they got to keep it on him. I'm not even saying keep it on until next year WrestleMania, like for the Rock match. I mean, I don't know how many people would complain about that, but um, at this point... I, I would keep the belt on him. I like how unpredictable this is, but I think Roman's got to win. I think Roman wins LOL still, the Universal Champion. Um, so with that being said, Mr. Marceau, you ready for the ninth annual Year in Review Award Show? I can't wait. I got my results ready. Let's get right into it. We'll start from the bottom, work our way to the top. Uh, this is as new to me as it is for you. So we'll uh, get right into it here. 2021 WWE Network Show of the Year. I didn't put Peacock Show of the Year. The show's on the cock. Although that's pretty much what it is. This was a bit more difficult to come up with categories for because, as you know, they really haven't put up jack shit on the on, on Peacock this year since they made the move pretty much since the summer. Um, it's been slim pickings. I mean, they've had some really good documentaries and stuff, but they really have just dropped the ball big time on uh, some of these shows. And, and it's a shame. We talk, all the, we talk all the time about how great, you know, the Stone Cold podcast was and the 24s and stuff, and we really haven't gotten much of any of that this year. 
Um, so before I even show the results, Mr. Marceau, your, your thoughts on the Cox, uh, um, you know, uh, content this year as far as what they've put out and what they haven't put out. Yeah, I mean, it's the first year. I'm willing to uh, let it slide. I mean, I think they could have done more, but, I mean, I'm just really there to watch the pay-per-view. So, I mean, if they have <laughs> some things that pop up, I'll, I'll, I'll check out. But, I mean, I'll give them, I'll give them another year. I think with the new, it's, they're new with it, so I'll, I'll let it slide this year. But, I mean, they, they, they compared to what the network had, they were very limited. Yeah, they're definitely limiting what uh what I'm paying for here. But I guess it, I guess it's five dollars cheaper. I I guess I mean so I guess there's that. Um. Anyway, so what did you vote for in this category? I voted for ruthless aggression. Ruthless aggression. Did you get to the cornet episode? The uh the last one there of season two. Did you finish it? I did. Did you like it? Good shit, pal. WWE 2021 Network Show of the Year coming in first place. You said you voted for ruthless aggression, correct, Mister Marceau? Yes, sir. Winning with 63.1% of the vote, vast majority here, Broken Skull Sessions. Really shouldn't come as much of a surprise. I mean, it, it was the most dominant show of the year. They've done one episode a month. That was that would have been my pick. I don't vote in my own awards, but um, that would be my pick. They had a lot of, I don't know how many of them you watched, but they had a Bobby one, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins. Uh, Mick Foley was great. They just did Jeff before he got canned. That was a good episode. DDP was the other day. Um, your thoughts on the Broken Skull Sessions this year, and if you're surprised the fact that it won. I didn't see any of them. Not a no. single one? Nope. Rollins talked about Corny in that one. I thought you were talking about that one. I saw the Rollins one. No, I saw the Rollins one. That's the only one I saw. I Did you like that, that one? Was... Yeah, it was good. Wow. Mr. Marcel, you're slacking. But you watched all of Ruthless Aggression, though. Yeah. That's what <laughs> you, I voted for. <laughs> you, would be happy to, you would be happy to find out that came in second place with 18.5% <laughs> of the vote. No, I... So that came in second place. Let's see. Third place here with tied for third place. WWE 24 and Chronicle with about 5% of the vote. Um, Raw Talk and Icons with 3% and then Talking Smack and Untold with 1%. So Broken Skull Sessions just ran away with it this year. They had a lot of great content. Uh, I, I would have voted for that. Ruthless Aggression would be my number two as well. Um, I mean, it's still fresh in the mind. Do you think with a lot of these categories, the more fresher, like the more recent ones are going to win just because they're fresher in people's mind? I feel like we've talked about that before. Yeah, I feel like usually whenever we do like a match of the year or something, I feel like it's usually one that happened later in the year because it's just so fresh in everyone's mind. Yeah, yeah. So what I did originally, I think when I gave you the link to this, um, I had them, I kind of had them ordered in a way that I would have voted for them, like what I would vote for. And I kind of realized that was too obvious. So I don't want to bias, <laughs> like, I don't want to skew it. So I ended up putting in alphabetical order. I changed it like the next day. So um, just to, just so people just weren't automatically voting for like the first one just because that's what I would vote for or whatever. So I'm glad I switched that up. 2021 show of the year, Mr. Marceau. Uh, we had a solid six choices. Took our main event this year because we had uh, Elevation debut and Rampage. Um, so we had four WWE shows or no, I'm sorry, four four AEW shows and four WWE. I took a 205 live and main event. Um, what did you vote for here, and what do you think won? I voted for do 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 SmackDown, but I guarantee Dynamite won. Dynamite probably definitely won. Um, I mean, I would have voted for Dynamite too. SmackDown, I think SmackDown was a solid two. I think SmackDown's been so bad lately that I don't think a lot of people voted for it. Is the problem I, again? This goes back to the whole recent thing. I feel like people don't look at the overall picture. SmackDown for the better part of 2021, I would say up until the draft anyway was a great show. Um, I would probably put Dynamite ahead of SmackDown, but, I mean, that's what I would say as well. So, 
The winner of the 2021 show of the year is voted on by the people. AEW Dynamite with 60% of the vote, Mr. Marceau. 60%. SmackDown, solid second place with 20% of the vote. I mean, it's not even close, but it is a solid second place. Are you happy to hear that? I mean, where the hell's the other 20%? (laughs) So the other 20%, we are left with the same thing. It's this random stuff. Wait a second. You gotta be kidding me. I... It's... I'm not I'm not making this up, dude. Dynamite has first place, sixty percent. Twenty percent SmackDown. What do you think is third place? Dark. Raw. What? Raw got five percent of the vote. I mean it's only five percent, but I'm so surprised Raw Raw was awful. Dude, Raw got five percent of the vote. And then after that, tied with practically three percent each, NXT, Dark, and NXT UK. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Four percent of the vote was with fourth with uh, fourth place was elevation. Elevation got more than all those. Ram NXT got almost three percent. Elevation got four, and then in last place was Rampage with almost <laughs> with one percent. How does Rampage do worse than Raw or NXT UK? Does anyone even watch NXT UK? Yeah, I'm surprised. I don't know. I, <laughs> I probably put Rampage before the uh, Dark and Elevation, all those shows. That is just terrible. Wow, raw getting five percent is just crazy. I can't, I can't justify that. What, what were your overall impressions of uh, the programming this year from both companies? I thought, I mean, considering half of the year was without fans, I feel like that kind of skews it a little bit. But I mean, SmackDown and Dynamite were still pretty good. Raw was abysmal for a majority of the year. Yeah, I mean, I feel like every show. I mean, they have their good weeks and their bad weeks. Um, I mean, I feel like SmackDown was good all year. Recently, it's been pretty tough to get through. Um, I mean, watching Roman's literally the like basically the point. Once the, I feel like once the draft, I feel like they did get Charlotte, but I just feel like I for my like I'd rather watch SmackDown to see Becky Rollins and like they're gone. Yeah, Drew's on the show, but besides him, like we really don't have anyone else. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, him and Roman. Um, I like Sheamus, but I'm not gonna watch it just for Sheamus stuff like that. So, I mean, lately it's been pretty tough to watch, but I think throughout the year it was definitely. The top show for WWE and Dynamite, like I said, they, they have their good weeks and they have their bad weeks. And I thought it was a good show. I just, I myself prefer SmackDown, but I mean, I, I told you right when you said which one's going to win. I, I knew it was going to be Dynamite. Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty safe choice. You still believe Blue? Always. Always. I'm a SmackDown guy, but the show, like you said, has been tough to get through lately. Um, you know, Dark Elevation, that, that stuff is kind of what it is. Um, I think NXT UK is a good show. I'm just surprised anyone even watches it. And, uh, watches it enough to vote for it. Let's put it that way. Um, Raw is I, I I'm I'm kind of scared going forward with some of these categories because if if people voted for Raw uh, for Raw, I'm kind of scared what what else is going to be voted for here. But man, Raw was easily the. I mean, I don't know about Dark and Elevation, but Raw was probably the worst show of them all, and that that came in third place. That's that that's terrifying. So we'll see how the rest of the results go here. 2021 pay-per-view of the year, Mr. Marceau. We had all-out crown jewel, double-or-nothing, full gear, money in the bank, NXT TakeOver 36, Revolution, and WrestleMania 37. What'd you vote for? What do you think won? I voted for full gear. Full gear. Was that what you think is going to win? I do. Okay. All right. You had a fun time watching the movie theater, I take it. Yeah, it was a good time. I just thought, I mean, I think it was the most complete show of the year. Yeah, no, I would agree. I was just going to say, if I voted, I would have say All Out. I think All Out's going to win. Full Gear would probably be two. 
Um, yeah, Revolution's coming up in February, Mr. Marcel. They're doing that in uh, movie theaters. Might have to drive up to your neck of the woods. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I liked all. I thought all that was good. I think it was just more buzzworthy. I think as a wrestling show, I thought Full Gear was better. Yeah, no, I think I would agree with that. I think the undercard for Full Gear was probably. Eh, I don't know. It had a much better main event. I would tell you that much for Full Gear than All Out. I don't know. I'd have to watch it back, but they they definitely have their pros and cons. We talked about that in our Full Gear review a few months ago. So let's see. 2021 pay-per-view of the year is All Out with 47% of the vote. Full Gear, again, for the third straight category, what you voted for and what you wanted to win, uh, came in second place with 26, 27% of the vote, Mr. Marceau. Uh Coming in third place was, let's see, Money... No, WrestleMania was third place. Uh, fourth place was Money in the Bank and Crown Jewel. And then Dead Last was Revolution. Double or Nothing and TakeOver. Uh, TakeOver deserved better than that. Um, they got about 2% of the vote. <laughs> 2% of the vote. Crown Jewel and WrestleMania were around 7 to 8% to 9%. Full Gear was 27 And All Out was 48 uh, So your thoughts on that? No, I mean, I think, I mean, I think for the for the buzz of like Brian Cole, Punk, I mean, I figured that's why All Out was going to win. But I mean, as a show, I thought Full Gear was better. Yeah, I think they both again. If you say Full Gear was the show of the year, again, I can't really argue with that. Um, I thought that was a great show as well. So I'm in the camp on that as well. I think. What did you think about the year for pay per views? I think again, personally, I I picked everything obviously. Um, but I liked all of these shows. I thought Crown Jewel was actually a great show. You know, a vast comparison, a vast difference from how bad it was three years ago and ever since then. All the Saudi shows usually are terrible. Um, I thought that was a fantastic show. I, the AEW shows overall this year were pretty good. Um, Takeovers didn't exactly kill it this year, but I thought Takeover 36, kind of the end of that era, was great. And even WrestleMania was a lot of fun, too. No, I thought this year was a little bit better on the pay-per-views. I feel like there was better matches, so... I mean, I think as the pay-per-views this year, I think it was better than I remember 2021 being, or 2020 being. Yeah, I mean, even... even, No, you're right, you're right. I mean, especially with fans being back, too, that obviously helped. All of these pay-per-views that I mentioned had fans, even Revolution and Double or Nothing, um, except obviously it was limited capacity. That's probably why they were on the lower lower tier. Takeover, too. Um, the ones with more fans and a lot of fans, they're, you know, they, they tended to do better because the crowds obviously make a big difference, but hopefully I could do as well with the pay-per-views in 2022, uh, starting with day one from WWE on Saturday. Feud of the year, Mr. Marceau. We had Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair, Edge versus Seth Rollins, Chris Jericho versus MJF, Kenny Omega versus Adam Page, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black, and Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. What do you think won? What did you vote for? I mean, whatever I think won is what I voted for. So <laughs> I voted true. for Edge and Seth Rollins. I would agree with that. Um, I was I would probably vote for. I'm actually. Hmm. Hmm. The tough thing is that I thought Omega and Paige also had a great feud, but it kind of fizzled out towards the end due to the goofy haha crap. Would you agree with that? I feel like that's gonna win. No, I think it's probably going to win, too. But, I don't know, I feel like Edge, I thought, like, the storyline was good. All the matches were really good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I could see people going for Paige and Omega, but I think the end, it kind of it got a little too goofy for my liking. But I thought Edge and Rawls is probably one of the better non-title feuds they've had in, in probably a long, long time. 
I agree. I just feel like Brock and Ro- uh, Brock and Roman also had a great feud. Um, I just put Jericho and MJF just because I couldn't really think of many other AEW feuds. Same thing with Cody and Malika, although they were they were decent. With Kenny and Adam, I think the only reason why I, I probably would vote for that, but the only thing working against it is the fact that they did it in the summer. They blue-balled the people by putting it on hold and then went back to it like two months later. I think that was what kind of worked against it, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they kind of teased us it was going to happen, and then we had to wait fucking two months. Yeah, it was just it was, if it was more consistent, I probably... I don't know. I would probably vote for that, though, but... Uh, winning the 2021 Feud of the Year Award is... Whoa, whoa, wait. Wow, this is close. Edge versus Seth Rollins, Mr. Marceau. 33% of the vote. And then in second place, 28% of the vote, Kenny Omega versus Adam Page. That's crazy. Yep, no, knew I was right. You knew you were right? I thought it was going to be finally. Omega Page. Finally, I'm back. <laughs> I was going to say, you finally got one. Yep. So that did, uh, this is uh, a little bit more even. Edge and Rollins first place, Omega and Page second place. Third place it tied, um, Kyler Riley and Adam Cole, that's very surprising. And uh, Bianca and Becky also tied for third with O'Reilly and Cole. Um, let's see, that's third, fourth place, J- I don't know about Jericho and MJF, I don't agree with that. Um, after that, Brock and Roman... I would think that should be a little bit higher, personally. Um, Cody Rhodes and Malachi was second to last, and dead last was Thunder and Brett Baker. Um, I feel like that happened so long ago, that's why that, that ended up being last. I would put Roman and Brock a little bit higher, personally. No, I thought Roman and Brock was good. I mean, it's literally the one thing on Smath and Rounds worth watching. I think it's one of those that's still like heating up. I mean, I think we could get a couple more matches heading into 2022, so maybe that's what kind of deterred people, but I mean... It's definitely the best thing happening in WWE right now. Yeah, I also intentionally left off uh, Paige and Brian Danielson and uh, Punk and MGF because they're just kind of getting started. At least with Brock and Roman, it's still going on. But I don't know. It started at SummerSlam, and I think everything they've done since then has been great. Personally, um, I think I would put it over Jericho and MGF. I know you hated that feud. It was awful. <laughs> but I started off hoping on zero votes. It was awful. Wow. I mean, MGF gained a lot from it, though. <laughs> I mean, he has beaten a lot of people since then, but he lost to Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho is now feuding with uh, Daniel Garcia in uh, 2.0. Awful. Not good. Uh, Edge and Rollins winning is surprising. I was really expecting Omega and Page, but I- I'm fine with that. Edge and Rollins had an amazing feud. I'm glad a lot of people recognized what you and I did. 2021 Shocker of the Year. Adam Cole betrays Kyle O'Reilly and the rest of Undisputed Air. Uh, Becky Lynch beating Bianca Belair in 26 seconds at SummerSlam. Bobby Lashley winning the WWE Championship on Raw. Brock Lesnar returning at SummerSlam. Brian Danielson and Adam Cole debuting back-to-back at All Out. Christian Cage signing with AEW, being in the Royal Rumble, returning to the ring, whatever. Anything with Christian Cage. Uh, CM Punk returning to wrestling. And MJF betraying the inner circle and forming the pinnacle. What'd you vote for here, Mr. Marcel? Uh, let me see. Let me check my notes. I know you I said this one. I, I think this. I thought this was a bit more. You said it was a bit more obvious. I thought it was. It, it could go a lot of different ways, personally. But I vote for Becky. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Becky Lynch beats Bianca. Wow, that that shocked you the most. I just feel like Punk coming back. We already knew that was happening. I mean, Brian and Cole. I mean, I feel like we had an inkling that was going to happen. I mean, Brock returning was actually fucking sick. I don't know. I feel like Becky. Like we like thought it could happen, but then she beat like. 
Bianca was pushed so high, I guess I was a little shocked that she won the way she did. So, sorry for that one. But I assume CM Punk will win. Yeah, I think with Punk and Brian and Adam, I think the thing with them, the implication is that not the moment itself, but the fact that even came to AEW, I think is what I was kind of going for there. I'm an idiot, so sorry if I fucked <laughs> it up. No, but the Becky and Bianca one was certainly shocking. I mean, if you want to go by pure definition of the moment itself, then you're right. I mean, the, we're talking about the moment and not, not you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess you can interpret it different ways. You would be right, though. Brock showing up was certainly shocked. I, I was not expecting that. I was hoping, but I was not expecting it. So, the 2021 shocker of the year was CM Punk returning to wrestling. Uh, that one, 50% of the vote. Um, the next closest one was, oh, let's see here, what was it? Oh, Bianca beating, uh, or Becky beating Bianca, Mr. Marceau. You came in second place again. I'm just a B-plus player this year. Jesus. I guess so. Uh, 20% of the vote for that one. Punk got 49, excuse me, 49% of the vote. Uh, Brian Danielson and Adam Cole debuting back-to-back got 16% of the vote. Brock returning at SummerSlam got 5%, as did the Christian Cage return. Um, yeah. MJF's moment and what was the other one? The Adam Cole betrayal both got around 1%. And no one voted for Bobby Lashley winning the WWE Championship on Raw, even though, I mean, I thought that was shocking. But again, happened so long ago, it kind of gets lost in the shuffle, right? Poor Robert. <laughs> Poor Robert. Uh, Punk returning to the wrestling was certainly shocking, though. I don't think a lot of people expect it. Had you told me a year ago, if you told me, if I told you a year ago, Mr. Marceau, that in AEW, Danielson, Cole, and Punk would all debut, would you. And Christian Cage, for that matter. Would you believe it? Any one of those guys? I'd believe all of them but Christian Cage. You would believe all of them but Christian Cage? <laughs> what? I, mean, I, I feel like we knew Punk was going to come back eventually. Um, did we? On, <laughs> I did. I'm a genius. You're I knew a, was you were a believer. I was a believer. <laughs> I mean, I'm not... I mean, Brian, I guess Brian, I would say, because well, he was pushed so high... I mean, Cole, I figured once his contract was going, getting up, he'd go there anyway. So, Cole was le- probably the least surprising. I mean, Punk was surprising, obviously, because he hasn't been in wrestling. And then Brian was just surprising because he was just with WWE. Like, he was, I mean, he was at a high, high, higher level, and I guess he just left. I don't know. Main event of WrestleMania. Yes, exactly. See? What about, uh, what about Christian Cage? You said that was, sure, that was certainly shocking. I literally could care less. Mr. Marceau, he's back. He hasn't done diddly squat. <laughs> At least, I mean, I'm fond of the way he's been booked. I know you're not a Christian Cage fan, so I get it. He's, he's probably going to turn heel at some point. Um, but anyway, we move on to AEW's most likely to break out in 2022. The contenders were Anna Jay, Daniel Garcia, Dante Martin, Jade Cargill, John Silver, I think I put on there last year, Lee Moriarty, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Wardlow. Who'd you vote for? Who's mostly to break out? Who's most likely to break out next year, Mr. Marceau? This one was a tough one. I had two people in mind. I mean, I think they both will break out in 2022. I picked Powerhouse Hobbs, but I think Wardlow could win as well. So I was a little stuck between both of them, but I picked Powerhouse. I feel like Wardlow is bound to break out, not even just in 2022, but I feel like he's bound to break out next week. That They are teasing that like a lot. Like I feel like they're watering the plants so much they're going to die of so much water. Yeah, I think it's a little too soon, but we'll see. Hobbs, you think is going to break out next year? Though I feel like he had a, he had a, I mean, I would say he had a decent twenty twenty one, but they barely used the guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm just double checking real quick as well. The twenty twenty uh, most likely to break out for both categories because I'm curious. 
Um, if they actually did break out, let's say uh, this is funny. Ah, uh, yeah, actually they did pretty well. Most likely to break out in, in 2021 for AEW last year, Mr. Marceau was Ricky Starks. He won the FTW title, and then yeah. he disappeared from TV. There you go. Most likely to break out in the back of a milk carton, maybe. He did pop up for about a solid 15 seconds. Uh, Most likely to break out for WWE was Bianca Belair. I feel like people nailed that one on the head. I mean, she was already, like, destined. It's kind of like Warlord at this point. Like, you already see the seeds. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of obvious. Um, So, I'm sorry, you said Wardlow? I said Wardlow. I did. It was. No, I said, oh, what's his face? Powerhouse. I I was literally in between both of them, though. So, I, I, I mean. Give or take at that point. You didn't vote for John Silver? Ooh, little Brutus? No, I didn't pick him. What about Jade? I, I'm so off the Jade train, it's not even funny. Why not? She, I thought she had a good match last night. Yikes. She kicks like an ostrich. <laughs> She'll improve. I think she's. I think, I think she could win this thing, too. I mean, she could become the TBS champion next week. Um, I think she's done well. But nonetheless, nonetheless, we'll move along here. Uh, most likely to break out as voted on by the... Wow, this is... Holy shit, this is pretty even. Holy shit. Winning this whole thing, Mr. Marceau, 19% of the vote. That tells you how evenly distributed most of this is. This is e- easily the most evenly distributed one yet. 19% of the vote, Daniel Garcia. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. I'm just surprised. No, that's awful. He sucks. What? No, he doesn't. He's awful. How is he Get awful? Like, he's not good. He looks like you fucking my cashier at Cumberland Farms. Get the okay. fuck out of here. Just because he Damn. looks that way doesn't mean he's bad. He's terrible. I think he's got to work on the promo a little bit. Him and 2.0 need to get off my TV ASAP. <laughs> 17% of the vote. Uh, almost 18% of the vote, actually. Jade Cargill. Told you she was in second place. 16% of the vote. Dante Martin. <laughs> okay. Tied with Dante. What's next, little Brutus? <laughs> Tied with Dante and a J. I, I guess I don't know. You can tell these that this is this is surprise. I'm I'm really shocked by this. Um, eleven percent again. Like I said, pretty evenly distributed. Eleven percent Wardlow. Um, ten percent Hobbs. Seven percent Silver and three percent Moriarty. So there you go. Ed, that's that's the most shocking. You talk about shocker of the year. That that's the most shocking. I I, I have no no comment. Garcia is bound to break out in twenty twenty two, according to the people, Mister Marceau. How is he going to bring him? He's on my TV every week. He is. He just won last night. Awful. Get him off my show. <laughs> I, I I don't care for any of them. Uh, I mean, I I don't give you a Jade because I feel like she. I mean, she, she can't get any worse than she already is. So what? That's I mean, not true. That's, how do you mean it's not true? She can't get any worse. She was worse like, oh. earlier this year. She's better now. She's she's barely passable. <laughs> On a national TV show, she's barely passable. Wardlow and Hobbs coming in. I mean, maybe just people forgot Hobbs was on the roster because he's never on the show. Wardlow, I'm surprised. I'm very shocked that he was did not get more votes. That's very surprising. Garcia winning is surprising. I, I like Garcia, but... Bound to break out? I don't know. We'll see about that. We'll, we'll revisit that in a year, Mr. Marcel. How about that? He'll still suck in a year, so... If he's with the company still. <laughs> I kid. He'll, he'll definitely be there. Um, 
hopefully. WWE is most likely to break out in 2022. Austin Theory, Gable Stevenson, Liv Morgan, Omos, Ridge Holland, Shotzi, Tony Storm, and Zia Lee. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, oh, God. I put Tony Storm on here. Holy shit. That's terrible. Wow. Holy shit. We'll see what happened with that. Um, this one was a bit more difficult to put together. I put Cable Stevenson on here because I feel like he's going to debut any day now. Probably by Mania season. Um, I'm glad I didn't put anyone else that got released. That's good. I mean, we already got all the other... I probably would have put Hit Row if they weren't released. Definitely would have put Hit Row on there. Um, let's see here. Who would you vote for, Mr. Marceau? Don't say Tony Liv Storm. Morgan. Liv Morgan, okay. At least you didn't vote for Tony. I mean, I wouldn't have voted for her. Like I said, I, we were talking about like two weeks ago she was going to get canned, so didn't pick her. I mean, I, I, it was between her, it was between Liv and Ridge. I think Liv has the chance to become a star. Like, yeah, she's being pushed now, but I feel like she has the ability to break out even bigger than she is now, so that's why I voted for her. All right, all right, that's a good pick. Um, if I put likely to break out of the company, Tony probably would have won that one, I would think, but she died. I was going to say, if you put like most likely to get released, her or Ricochet would probably be the top ones. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, hopefully they, hopefully, I mean, Tony's already gone. Hopefully Ricochet, you, you want to see him back as Prince Puma next year, I heard. If he gets, if he gets released, he has to be at least under a hood for at least two years. <laughs> I love how you said that, like... You've said that for the last six months now, and I agree. He, he's going to need some major rehabbing. All right, WWE's most likely to break out in 2022. One by Liv Morgan. One with Let's uh, 33% of the vote, Mr. Marcel. You got it again. You got it. You got your second one here. If it was almost, I would have hung up on you. Second, uh, second place, Austin Theory, 27%. That's I would have voted for Austin Theory. Um, I feel like he has the brightest future of them all. He came in second place here. Third, uh, let's see. Third place, almost sixteen percent of the sixteen percent. So likely to break out. And I think a lot of people voted before he turned on AJ. So that's pretty good. Um, fourth place, Gable Stevenson, um, with eleven percent of the vote. Six percent of the vote with Zia Lee. Tony Storm won. Uh, not one, but she got four percent. And that's more than Ridge and Shotzi. Shotzi and Ridge got one percent each. Not good, Mister Marceau. Tony, the one that's not even there anymore, got higher. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a huge Shotzi fan, so I, I wouldn't have voted for her. I like Ridge. I feel like he's doing, like, decent so far on SmackDown. At least he's, like, on the show doing something. Mm -hmm. Almost, I I mean, I think that there's potential. Like, he's somewhere with a G. I think there's potential there, but I just, I mean, that's why you have, like, training facilities. So I just feel like he needs a lot more work. Same with, I think Jade's like, decent, but, like, you're going to put a belt on her? Eh, seems a little bit, uh premature but i agree with that yeah i i, I like almost but I, like i said i think he needs a lot of work i like zia lee i mean she's just debuted i mean we'll see what happens with her shotzi i feel like i could see her on the back of a milk car and again really soon um but live i feel like has the potential to break out even bigger than she is Austin theory i think the sky's the limit as long as they don't hinder him i mean he has all the tools just need to put him in the right spot so i mean i'm not surprised he got second either are those your miss, uh, miss and Mr. Money in the Bank for 2022 right there? Austin Theory and Liv Morgan? I wouldn't hate it. Honestly, that makes sense to me as long as they're not released before then, right? I mean, I don't think Austin Theory will. I don't think either of them will. I, I didn't think that about Braun Strowman either. Who? Exactly. The Titan. <laughs> Titan Adam Shearer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Adam Shearer. 
Uh, speaking of releases, 2021 most disappointing release of the year. Categories or contenders, candidates included Aleister Black, Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, Bronson Reed, Hit Row, Karrion Cross, Keith Lee, and Ruby Riot. I stress again, most disappointing, uh, not shocking. There's a difference there. I mean, there could it could be both, but I feel like there's a definite difference. Of those eight, Mr. Marceau, who'd you vote for? Who do you think I voted for? Braun Strowman? I voted for Braun Strowman. I was... He was the most disappointing to you. Disappointed is an understatement. I, like, literally might have lost sleep over this one. <laughs> I was such a Braun guy. I hope I this could... guy comes in last. <laughs> you know what? Shut the hell up. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm such a Braun guy. Like, <laughs> he's WWE, like, to the core. Like, the big guy. They have none. I'm like, oh, you know, Braun's going to be big. Like, they're pushing him. He is. Had a title match. That just gets released. And I feel like they literally have no big men anymore. I mean, they have Omos, but, like, come on. I just, I don't know why they released them. They have no one to replace them. Aziz. Yeah, fucking Aziz. He'd be perfect on SmackDown or Raw right now as, like, a big guy. And they don't have anyone. Like, that's, like, SmackDown's a perfect example. They have no one besides Drew and, and Roman. Imagine if they had Braun in there somewhere. I mean, same with Raw. I just feel like they just have, like, mid-card guys, like, I don't know. Braun, I mean, I think Bray Wyatt's up there too, obviously, but I don't know. I feel like they kind of fucked him over so many times. I feel like Braun was starting to, like, get some momentum, and then they just fired him. Uh, (laughs) I'm still so mad about it. I don't understand that. I I don't think they were disappointing, per se. I was surprised. I would say Hit Row was the most disappointing. They never even had a chance. At least Braun and Bray got chances. Yeah, I I wasn't disappointed. I was just like, I would... I wasn't disappointed because I wasn't shocked that they got fired. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like Hit Row, but like they were literally on the show for like two weeks doing nothing. I mean, Keith I was, was disappointed. He, ne- he also never had a shot. Who? Bearcat. I mean, he got repackaged like three times. He had a, he had a <laughs> chance. <laughs> I don't know. I, I put Braun. I, I, I'm still kind of still kind of beat up over it. Guarantee you, he came in dead last. Yeah, because people have no hearts. I, you know what, actually? I'm going to say he's going to come in second to last, Bronson Reed. I forgot people forgot even Bronson Reed existed. Who? Uh, what's his name now? Jonah. I was going to say, honestly, people were crying and, like, literally freaking out about Bron- Bron- Bronson Reed. After, like, two weeks, I totally forgot about him. <laughs> that's, how the, that's how the world works, Mr. Marso. I feel like... <laughs> mm, I was going to say, did that happen with anyone else? I don't know. Bronson Reed, people pre- pretty quickly forgot about. Ruby Riot, I would say that too, but she ended up in AEW, so she ended up doing well for herself. Um, yeah, I don't know. There, there's so many releases. Honestly, it's easy to forget how many of these people actually got cut. All right, let's see you one here. Most disappointing release of the year from WWE. One by... Braun Strowman, obviously. Bray Wyatt. I told you. 30... Told, told You just said Braun Strowman. No, I said people are going to vote for Bray Wyatt. I said Braun Strowman. Wow. Uh, Bray Wyatt won with 33% of the vote. Um, Let's see, second place. Braun. Hit Row, 16%. (laughs) My God. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Second place was Keith Lee. He won with, uh, he was second place with 27% of the vote. It was Bray Wyatt, then Keith. Hit Row was 16%. Um, Hit Row, Keith, Bray. Fourth place was Alistair Black with 10%. Fifth place, was that fifth? I don't remember. After that was Braun with uh, 8%, Mr. Marceau. That was you. <laughs> that was, I think that was my two votes. 
I was going to say, you probably would be down to like 0%. Um, but you voted. I mean, obviously, clearly other people voted for him too. I'm looking at it right now, but I mean, you, 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 <laughs> you definitely helped him out there. You helped him beat Karrion Cross, who got 4%, Ruby Riot, that got 3%, and Bronson Reed. <laughs> um, this is, I'm sorry, this is, I shouldn't be laughing, but you helped him beat Bronson, who got zero. <laughs> Oh, it's so sad. That's that's what I just said. I I knew people would forget about Bronson. That's awful. I, that's real. I'm honestly really sad about that. I I should have voted for him. <laughs> that's really bad. Bray Wyatt winning with 32 percent of the vote, though, Mister Marcel. How about that? I think it's just because people had so much invested in Bray, and it just it was disappointing because I feel like it also came out of nowhere. Because he's a big star. Mm, he is yeah. a star. I don't know if I dropped the S word that quick, but <laughs> yes, I feel like yeah, with the no, bron- I, I just feel like I, I don't know if I was disappointing because it's just like I feel like <laughs> like we always say once he lost to John Cena at WrestleMania 30, he was doomed for it at that point. So not I mean it was disappointing at the time that he got released, but like I don't think anyone like just like most of these other people, I just feel like if he, like if he was there, he'd be doing the same thing. I feel like Braun, at least if he was still there, like he'd be doing something of importance, but. Just me. Your analysis on the Braun thing, I don't disagree, but I think you're looking at it from a different viewpoint than everyone else. I'm not saying it's wrong. I agree with you, but I feel like people are looking wrong. at it. What'd you say? Tell me I'm wrong. I don't care. No, no, you're right, though. I, I agree. They need more big men, but I feel like people are looking at it from the standpoint of like, oh, my favorite guy got released, so I'm disappointed. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's why I was disappointed. Like no, but, okay. Yeah, yes, you were disappointed from that standpoint, but you were also disappointed because you said they they lacked big guys, and it's it's disappointing they don't have them on the roster. Because like, Alistair Black beat him. Um. Yeah, he did. What the fuck? <laughs> Alistair was a pretty big blow, though. I mean, he really should have been a bigger star. He should have at least won more than he did. Braun was a world champion. Okay. Pretty forgettable reign, but he was champion for a while. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He beat the Miz and Morrison. In a- <laughs> Dude, he won a swamp fight. Uh, poor poor Braun. Braun. He was dealt a bad hand. Who else were the pandemic champions? It was him, Drew, and... That's it. Yikes. Well, I mean, pandemic, you know, done what, like, with no fans, or... Oh. Uh, it was him and Drew. Randy won it for three weeks. Yeah. Miz won it for about a week or about yeah a week uh, he won it for a week then Bobby won it for about he had it for about three months three four months before uh, they got fans back so yeah. that was poor WWE Bron. then Roman was the entire universal title reign so I miss Braun kid misses the Titan popped up in Ring of Honor free the narrative I haven't even watched I just saw him debut and I cried a little bit <laughs> kid shed a tear um, move on now to the 2021 uh, AEW Newcomer of the Year. Categories included Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Damian Priest, LA Knight, MSK, Rhea Ripley, Rick Boogs, and Shotzi. These are all people that debuted on the respective shows in 2021. Who do you think won this one? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, who do you think won? Who did you vote for? Oh, I voted for... Come on, Braun Breaker all day. What? Braun Breaker? What do you mean, what? Do you mean, what? what about Rick Boogs? <laughs> I, I, I've actually... I don't... Hey, Boogs. I mean, it is what it is. It's as silly as the Madcap and 
the happy Corbin shit, but I, I don't mind Boogs. He can at least wrestle a little bit. It's it's okay, but no, I I, I brought Breaker all the way here. I got to go, Damian. Damian's had an amazing year. He was champion for a majority, you know, since SummerSlam, and he hasn't been pinned in one on one competition. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not against that. I just I just vote Brock Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. All right, your 2021 newcomer of the year, Brock Breaker. He's on. Oh my god. I fucked that one up. Alright. I messed up. I messed it up. I forgot to change the setting. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Oh, my goodness. Technical difficulties, people. Yeah, technical difficulties. So, let's go to the AW one. <laughs> then, while we're talking about that one, I'll change it. It'll take me two seconds. So, the AW 2021 Newcomer of the Year. Adam Cole, um, Brian Danielson, Christian Cage, Ruby Soho, Jamie Hayter, Malachi Black, CM Punk, and Andre L. Idolo. This one's the easiest one. This was the easiest one to vote for. What do you mean it was the easiest one to vote for? There's only one newcomer on the list. I'm talking about debuting in the company. No. Yeah, the only newcomer, Jamie Hayter, all the way. Slam dunk win. <laughs> what? The other people debuted this year in AEW. Cool. <laughs> They're not new at all. They've been around for years. Jamie Hayter easily win. Newcomer to the company. Nah, I don't. I didn't say it that way, Mr. Marceau. You're again. Interpretation is everything. See, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do this a little bit better. Should you gotta I... say newcomer <laughs> to the company. You can't say newcomer. When you say newcomer, I think of new. See, <laughs> all those other people are old. <laughs> you're killing me. So, okay, I guess that makes sense. Should I add a little description next to you? I guess, or you just have to text me the description because I'm an idiot. <laughs> for you specifically, okay. I can't wait for Jamie here to get two votes. Man. I was going to say, she's going to definitely come with, in with like one vote or something. All right, let's see who won here. I'm, I'm guaranteeing you CM Punk won. Easily. He's new. He's old as hell. 2021, in your opinion, 2021 AEW Newcomer of the Year. Jamie Hayter. 40% of the vote. Jamie Hayter. Brian Danielson. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Brian Danielson wins. New newcomer, Brian Danielson. Um, second place, 22% of the vote, CM Punk. Third percent, J- I'm not even kidding, dude, Jamie Hayter. Let's go! 11%. I'm honestly shocked by that. Wow. See, other people knew. How many, times, knew. How many times did you vote? Twice. No, you didn't. You voted at least 30 times. I might have voted an extra few times for Jamie Hayter. I might have reached <laughs> No way that's legit. I like Jamie, but I'm surprised she won. Um, let's see. Maybe, maybe they maybe they thought the exact same thing as you because she's new. I mean, that's the point of the, the, the vote. I guess so. Um, those were the top three. Fourth place was Malachi Black. Fifth place was Andre El Idolo. That is surprising. <laughs> um, sixth place was Adam Cole. Seventh place was Christian Cage, and last place was Ruby Soho. Dude, Ruby Soho, I see on the internet, everyone's fucking talking about how great she is. She's doing trash in all these polls. Because <laughs> she's not new. It's just because she's not that interesting. Well, Mr. Marceau. Hey, sorry. I mean, everyone cried when she left WWE. I don't see any fanfare now. Yeah, there's fanfare. Anyway. Ruby, yeah, Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. I thought she was good on WWE. I thought she was fine. I just I don't know. You're not not drinking the Kool Aid yet. You dumped it out. 
yeah, I, I, I liked her in WWE. I just, I just, I feel like she's just, they make her seem like, when she debuted, they made her seem like she was like a superstar, which she just isn't. Okay, all right. I mean, I like Ruby so all. I think she's going to win the title next week. That bitch show? <laughs> no, you think Jade, do you think Jade Cargill is going to win? I, I hope so. With the ostrich kicks? <laughs> Have you seen her throw a kick? Like <laughs> okay, they're not great, but she has improved. <laughs> like I said, when you're terrible, you can, you can only go up. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, because she started that terrible. She's not terrible now. Mm. <laughs> Let's move along here. WWE Newcomer of the Year. I already ran down the uh, the yeah, nominees. You Braun Breaker, LOL. What did you say? First place, Braun Breaker? Yeah, easily. No, I think... Eh. I don't know. I'm, I vote. I would vote for Damien, but I think Braun. Braun's also the first name you see here because they put in alphabetical order, and that oh, that that counts for a lot. So I'm not saying that's why he won, but let's see. Let's see if he won. All right, your 2021 WWE. Fuck! Did they mess that up too? Hold on. <laughs> oh no! Wait! 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 Did I? This is a new one. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Everyone. Did I do this correctly? Probably not. All right, let's 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 stay on the line here. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just check. Um yes. And then that is yes. Oh no, wait a second. Oh wait, I may have figured out what the problem was. Alright, it's gonna take me a minute to figure that out. Hold on. Okay, that's loading. We'll leave that as <laughs> the most anticipated answer of this entire thing. Um, we'll move now to the matches of the year. Women's match of the year, if my computer would load. God, this is a shit show. <laughs> Let's see. You should literally do it before and then put it on dock, buddy. I know, I was going to. I just forgot. Newcomer of the year. Alright, let's try it. Third time is a charm. Ready? Yep. Drum roll. Okay. It didn't work. Oh my god. Hold on. What is going on here? I changed the settings and everything. Hold on. No ah ah alright. Alright, I figured it out. It's gonna take a minute for that to load too. Let's go on to the women's match here and then we'll come back. Alright, categories for this one. Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander from All Out. Hercura Sheeta versus Serena Deep from Dynamite. Um October twenty seventh, two thousand and twenty one. Eo Shirai and Raquel Gonzalez from Takeover Stand and Deliver. Kaylee Ray, uh, Mako Satamora from NXT UK on June 10th, 2021. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair from Money in the Bank. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, WrestleMania 37. Serena D versus Riho versus, uh, from Double or Nothing. And Thunder Rosa versus Brett Baker from St. Patrick's Day Slam. Uh, what do you think won here, Mr. Marceau? I think this is, t- this, is one the, this is probably the one I had the hardest one to vote for. You said that, yeah. I'm assuming Baker and Thunder Rosa won. I, I myself wasn't a fan of it, but I'm assuming people vote for that one. I vote for Kaylee Ray and Miko Sakamura. Sakamura, yeah. <laughs> not well, even, not even sure. Sasha and Bianca? Yeah I, yeah, I mean, I thought that match was really good as well, but I don't know. I just I thought the Kaylee Ray Sakamura match was good. I mean, if you put, I feel like if you put Becky and Charlotte on there, I feel like that one probably would have won. Um, maybe because it's so new. But, what? Why didn't I do that? I don't know. I made this after the fact. Why didn't I do that? <laughs> I don't know. It only makes it. Well, I, that was definitely dumb on my part. I don't know why I did that. All right, so you said Kaylee Ray and Mako, right? Yes. But Thunder and Brit's going to win? Yes. All right. 
I would, uh, you know what? I'd probably go Thunder and Britt. Um, oh, Sasha and Bianca, I thought was a great match. I just wouldn't say it was my match of the year. That was the thing. I think so that why, might win, but so why was it on the list then? Because it was a great match, and people are going to vote for it. I just, <laughs> I, 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 I think it's top two women's matches. I don't know if it's the women's matches. The thing. I just think is another thing with that. Like it did happen so long ago that I honestly don't really remember the match. Nah, that's true. That's true. All right, let's see who who voted for what here before we get to the newcomer shit. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Women's match of the year was Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair from WrestleMania 37 with uh, 44% of the vote, Mr. Marcel. How about that? Oh, like I said, I would have to rewatch it. I don't really remember it. All right, we got uh, 32% of the vote, second place. Thunder Rosen and Britt Baker from Sa- St. Patrick's Day Slam. So there you go. That makes sense. Third place, uh, these are all kind of tied. That, that was a majority of the votes right there. Um, the rest of the votes went to, let's see, third place, blah, 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 blah. Kaylee Ray and Mako Satamora actually was third place, Mr. Marceau. It's a great match. I'm surprised enough people actually saw that. I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie. Um, I loved it. I'm just surprised that it got that. Fourth place, Ray Ripley and Charlotte Flair from Money in the Bank. Great match. Um, fifth place, tied for fifth, three-way tie. Serena and Riho, Britt and Chris Statlander, and uh, Sheeta and Serena Deep. So, like, three AEW matches came in fifth place. Yeah, I mean, I feel like all those matches are pretty much the same, so. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Last place, Yoshirai and Raquel got 0% of the votes. None. Yikes. That's, I mean, again, <laughs> happened so long ago, I feel like people just don't remember it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised. I I, my memory served me right. It was a good match, but it was a good match. I liked it. I don't know. I, Rio and Serena was also a while ago, and more people voted for that. So I don't know. It's interesting, but uh, yeah. So that was the winner. Now let's finally go to the. Oh no, that's going to take me another second as well. I'll go to the men's match, and then we'll go back to the newcomer shit. Um, it's still loading. Let's see. Men's match of the year contenders: Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly from Takeover Stand and Deliver. Brian Danielson versus Monero Suzuki. Darby Allen versus MJF, Edge versus Seth Rollins, Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson uh, from Dynamite, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan from WrestleMania, The Young Bucks versus The Lucha Brothers from All Out, and Walter versus Ilya Dragunov from Takeover Thirty Six. What'd you vote for, Mister Marceau? Walter and Ilya Dragunov. Yeah, I was gonna say that's my match of the year too. That's what I would go with. I feel like it's not gonna win. What do you think won? Do you think that won, or I don't know? I don't know. I, I, I will say, I felt like Edge and Rollins is really good. Oh, excellent match. That was, that's probably my favorite main roster match. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. That or Roman and Edge and Bryan from WrestleMania. Yeah, that could win too. I feel like that's a big time match. I don't know. I just feel like Walter and Ilya like, had actual buzz and it was actually a really great match. Yeah, that's fantastic. Let's see what wins here. Your 2021 Men's Match of the Year. Oh, hold on here. This is pretty... Okay, so let's see. Winning with 30% of the vote, Walter and Ilya Dragunov, Mr. Marcel. That was the match of the year, according to a lot of people. Called it. it. Second place, this is really close. Second place got 22.5% of the votes. Third place got 21.3% of the votes. Like a fucking nose hair away. Second place was the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros from All Out. Third place was Edge and... No, I'm sorry. Third place was Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson. That's surprising. 
fourth place. Tied for fourth was uh, Roman Edge and Bryan, and then Edge and Rollins. Uh, Edge and Rollins should be higher. I'm sorry. That should be higher. I don't know. I just... I like Bucks and Lucha Bros, too. I don't know. It's tough. Um, that was tied for fourth. So in sixth place was... Let's see. Dead last was Darby and MJF from Full Gear. What? <laughs> yeah, that was dead last. Second to last was Cole and O'Reilly. And then with 5% of the vote was uh, Brian Danielson and Minoru Suzuki. The fact that MGF and Darby Allen was that low is crazy. I mean, I mean they're I all great matches, though. They were all good matches, but I mean, that was the best match. Maybe the plus with the best match in AEW all year. I mean, do you think so? I thought. I mean, maybe Brian. I would probably say Brian and Brian and Heyman was better, but I mean, for for something that had no title line, it was it was it definitely was the best match in full year. Not a, not uh Bucks and Lucha Bros. No, nah, I wasn't. I mean, you hated that match. I remember. <laughs> that's surprising um, yeah no I don't know these were all great matches I just would have put Edge and Rollins a little bit higher but then again the, the stuff that beat it was was great so yeah um, Darby and MJF just got 1% of the votes at least people voted for it didn't, didn't get no votes but I got 1% of the votes uh, Cole and O'Reilly got 3% and then uh, yeah, everything else was kind of just pretty even so interesting so now we finally go to the newcomer of the year let's see if this works come this on work. Better work. All right. Let's cross our fingers here. We already went through the contenders. WWE 2021 Newcomer of the Year is... And it went through. And the winner is... Damian Priest. 33% Mr. Marceau. Second place, Braun Breaker. 29%. It's not... He didn't win by that much, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I didn't vote for Priest. He was on the main roster. I don't know. I just feel like when you go to NXT, the main roster, like you're, they're not new because I, I guess they're new to the show. But like, I don't know, Pri- like Priest like was great on NXT, so it's not like he was like breaking through the glass ceiling. I don't know. <laughs> next year, I get, next year you just got to give me a better description on how I'm supposed to vote for. <laughs> I guess so. Braun came in second with twenty nine percent of the vote, all the way down in third place with yeah thirteen percent of the vote. Rhea Ripley, fourth place. With 11%, Carmelo Hayes. Fifth place with 7%, MSK. Fifth, did I say fifth? Uh, yeah. Fifth place, I think. All right, and then sixth. Yeah, sixth was, let's see, Shotzi with 4%. Seventh, LA Knight with 3 And dead last with 1%, Rick Boogs. I mean, he didn't really do anything, so I mean, I get that. But he was a newcomer, though. He was. He was that's the definition of a newcomer. And he came in dead last. Yes. I mean, he hasn't <laughs> done anything. I mean, he's he strummed the guitar a few times. I mean, he hasn't really done too much. But I think I think WWE voted for LA Knight at uh, 3%. <laughs> he's like WWE. I think they threw it in there for him. They felt bad for him. <laughs> Probably. Hey, like, listen, I like LA Knight, but... I don't know if I'd call him the newcomer of the year, though. I would I was going to put Taya Valkyrie and Hitler on there, but then they got cut. Yeah, I can't, can't do it. What about Tony? Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's just bad. <sighs> bad, bad, bad. They really so many people. All right, well, we're going to close it out here. Let's see, men's... Oh, we already did men's match of the year. All right, we'll go quickly through these next couple. Uh, 2021 AEW Tag Team of the Year. Darby Allin, Sting, FTR, John Moxley, United Kingston, Jurassic Express, Men of the Year, The Acclaimed, The Lucha Bros, and The Young Bucks. Who do you think won, Mr. Marceau? Uh, FDR. FDR. Are you going to say that? Did you say FDR? 
Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I don't even know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Darby and Sting, but I think FTR might win too. I, I or you know what the Young Bucks, the Young Bucks probably is. Let's see. The 2021 AEW Tag Team of the Year was the Young Bucks. 32% of the vote, Mr. Marceau. 32%. Second place, the Lucha Brothers with 23%. Third place was FTR with 19%. Uh, fourth place was, tied for fourth, was Darby Allen and Sting and the Acclaimed with 9% each. Um, sixth place was, was uh, Jurassic Express. With sixth place, seventh place, John and Eddie with one percent, and dead last was Men of the Year with none. They did a lot this year, though. I thought they they got a lot of heat with Dan Lambert. I mean, Excuse me. What'd you say? Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess you have no comment. I don't know how the Bucks got first, but they were champions for majority of the year. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't. I, like I said. Okay, they were champions half the year. The last three months have been doing grab and tickle on TV. I mean, <laughs> just like I said, it's just not my style. So at least FTR got nineteen percent, though. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 would, I, would, I was gonna say I thought Lucha Brothers would win, but I mean, yeah. Now yeah. Lucha Bros came close. Uh, did you notice the fact I did not include um, Santana Ortiz? I mean, they, they, they are. You could put two, you should, honestly, you should have put 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. They probably would have won. <laughs> Who would have gotten higher than uh, Santana Ortiz? WWE Tag Team of the Year for 2021. AJ Styles and Omos, MSK, Natalia and Tamina, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, Pretty Deadly, RK Bro, Mysterios and the Usos. I put all, like, I didn't do women's or men's this year. They have no tag team, so I just put them all in one. I didn't put the New Day in here because they didn't do anything. Um, people are going to be surprised. I mean... Like, oh, oh, why'd you put Nia Jackson Chana? Because they, I, I had to put some women's tag teams in here, and they were together for majority of the year. Same thing with Italian Tamina. New Day held the tag titles for a week back in like March, and they did more stuff on their own than, than they did as a team. So I, I purposely left them out. So if you're mad about it, deal with it. Um, who do you think won, Mister Marceau? <laughs> RK, bro. I mean, that's what I voted. To. They have to. I right? mean, it was only them really, and the Usos were like literally the only people I, I thought could have even won. And I think RK Bro has been like treated as like a like they're like they've like treated on the show like they're like top guys. So yeah. I think it, it had to be them. It had to be them. Um, I'm going to go RK Bro as well. So the 2021 WWE Tag Team of the Year. Ah, I did the same thing. Oh fuck. GSM, buddy. You thought it was your ninth year. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let me as we're changing the settings for that one. Let me just do that real quickly, and I'll I'll go back to it. What was that? The tag team of the year for WWE? <laughs> yes. Jesus. This is terrible. All right. Yeah, I fixed the problem. All right. That's going to be fixed in a minute, but let's go on to the next one while we're waiting. 2021 Female Wrestler of the Year, Becky Lynch. Akura Shida, Bianca Belair, Raquel Gonzalez, Britt Baker, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, and Sasha. A lot of good choices. Who'd you vote for, Mr. Marcel? Bianca Belair. I feel like that's an easy one. It has to be. I think I feel like Britt could win. I feel like she had a great year. I just feel like Bianca is a bigger deal. She had better matches, and she was dominant for for more of the year. I thought. Oh, easily, and she. I, I feel like she is very, very, very bright future. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, the twenty twenty one female wrestler of the year was. 
Now, let's see here. 45% of the vote, Bianca Belair. There we go. Twenty uh, second place was 29% Britt Baker. So that yep. was the top two. You called that one. Third per, third place, 13% of the vote went to Becky Lynch. Yep, okay. Um, the rest of these are very slim pickings. Fourth place was Charlotte. tied. Um, Sasha and Raquel. Wow. Sixth place was another tie with Rhea and Sheeta. Last place was Charlotte. Wow, Charlotte last? Charlotte with 1% of the vote. That's very... I mean, people just fucking hate Charlotte, I guess. That's surprising. Charlotte did not have a great year. I know she held like five different titles, but she just... Her feuds were terrible. Yeah. I mean, I still feel like there's still enough that you get 1%. I (laughs) I thought she would get more than Cheetah, at least. Yes. Tell me about it. I like (laughs) Cheetah. I I actually really like Cheetah. I just feel like once she lost the belt, she was never on TV ever again. When she lost the belt, she was never on TV when she was champion. That is true as well. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here, kid. Bury me over here. But uh, no, I mean, I mean, she's doing more now with the Serena Deep stuff than she did when she was champion. <laughs> That's pretty bad. I like the feud, but that is that is pretty weird. But yeah, I'm surprised. I'm honestly really surprised Charlotte's lost. That is very surprising. Damn. Ah, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm very surprised that she didn't get more than she did. But Bianca though had a great year. I can't argue with that. I feel like that was an easy choice. Yeah, I think her and Britt were, like, pretty close. I just think Bianca just had a better year. Yeah, no, Bianca, I thought, was more dominant and just had a better year for longer than Britt. Britt wasn't doing a whole lot for the first couple of months of 2021. She lost the Nyla. Remember when she lost that tournament? Um, What was it? To crown the number one contender? And you were all mad about it because you lost to Nyla Rose? I probably was mad about it, but at this point, I don't remember. <laughs> I have yes, terrible um... memory. I got to pull up the archive. Uh, so the last one we got men we got men's wrestler of the year and we also got the tag team of the year for WWE okay finally loaded all right let's see if this works WWE 2021 tag team of the year what'd you say it has to be RK bro it ha- what you're not you didn't vote for pretty deadly who is that <laughs> the NXT UK tag team champions or they lost it recently but the NXT UK tag team champs so let's see who wins uh, I thought Natalia and Tamina were gonna win but maybe I'm wrong the winners, 39% of the vote. RK Bro, Mr. Marceau. 39? 39. The Usos got 32. Yeah, I guess the Usos are good. Yeah, I, I was going to say like 90% RK Bro, but I guess not. No, I mean, I think I think they had a great year. I mean, it was also at the end of the year. Like, they didn't they didn't really, really get going until SummerSlam. So it wasn't Same thing like, with the Usos, though. I mean, the Usos, uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. No, I mean, I thought RK Bro and Usos were, like, the only two real choices, so they take up almost 70%. I'll go with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tied for third place was MSK and Natalia and Tamina. Come on, man. Really? Seriously? How are they tied for third? Uh, MSK, I get it. Natalia and Tamina is ridiculous. Both with 9% each. Um, For fifth place, fifth place was Pretty Deadly. Pretty Deadly got 5% of the vote. Um, Sixth place was ba, 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 tied for six, actually. It was Mysterios and AJ and Almas with uh, 3% each. And then dead last was Nia Jax and Shayna with 1% of the votes. So those were your tag teams of the year, Mr. Marceau. Uh, like I said, I don't know who pretty deadly is, so I can't vote for them. <laughs> hey, they got a decent amount of votes here. They got 5%. They, they came in fourth or fifth place. 
They didn't I'm not watching NXT UK, so I don't know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it all comes down to this 2021 Male Wrestler of the Year. Adam Page, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Edge, Kenny Omega, and Roman Reigns. What are we thinking, Mr. Marceau? Who is the 2021 Male Wrestler of the Year? It's It's got to be the Travel Chief, the head of the table. Not Kenny Olivier? It, it has to be the Tribal Chief. I mean, oh, it's either it's either Roman or Kenny. It's only it's only Roman. <laughs> Kenny had a great year. Uh, looking at the other options here, Brian, did he? <laughs> what'd you say? Did he? I saw him. He was doing he was doing outlaw mud show stuff at the beginning of the year. <laughs> did he face like pockets and pack like a like I, I don't I don't know if I'd say he had an amazing year. I mean, he was champion all year, but he was Impact champion too. Who gives a shit? <laughs> he was triple A mega champion, did you know? Yeah, it looks like a license it looks like a fucking rusty license plate. <laughs> that's awful. I mean, you're not technically wrong, but I mean that title man absolutely he didn't defend it once. Why would anyone give a fuck? Anyway, uh, I I'm gonna go with Roman. You say Roman too? Easily. Kenny is Kenny's a pretty close second, but not according to you. Alright, the twenty twenty one male wrestler of the year. With 47% of the vote, Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> second place. Who do you think won second place? Uh, Adam Page. Brian Danielson. Whoa. He did have a good year. He did have a good year. I mean, he was off from... When was he off WWTV from? Uh, from May through August. He was there. He left in April, and then he debuted in AEW in September. Yeah, so, I mean, he wasn't really around all year. But, yeah, I mean, he had a good year from when he wrestled, so I guess you could count that. <laughs> um, third place, tied for third, Big E. Uh, no, not Big E. Uh, Adam Page. No, no, just in third. I'm sorry, he wasn't tied. I'm, I'm mixing up the numbers here. Third place was Adam Page. Uh, Adam Page got third. Fourth place was Kenny Omega. That is very surprising. Uh, not to me. <laughs> Not to you, but a lot of people who vote are not you, so I was surprised by that. I know, I mean... Kenny's I, very I, popular with a lot of people. I would say, like I said, I, I think, I, if anything, I'd say second, <laughs> I mean, fourth. I mean, that's that's a little low for my liking, but, I mean, I, I don't have a great memory, so I don't really remember everything I did. I just kind of remember all the terrible stuff he did, so... <laughs> I mean, the, the, the fucking garbage death match that he had is just like, <laughs> my mind. Oh... <laughs> Oh my Remember god! The big, the big blow up. I should have put that for most disappointing moment from Revolution. Uh, honestly, like that will go down as like one of the worst finishes of all time. <laughs> that's, like, that's like Seth Rollins fucking fiend shit. But that wasn't from... the finish of the match. That was the finish of the show. Awful. It was it was a bad show finish, but yeah, still I agree with that. Um, Kenny was fourth. Fifth was um, CM Punk. 7% of the vote. Sixth place was Edge with 2%. And tied for last, eighth place, was our seventh or whatever. Biggie and Bobby. Biggie and Bobby with 1% each. I, that's not fair. Bobby had a great year. That's not fair. Come on. It's fair because it's... <laughs> Come on. It's fair, especially with these ones. It's fair because there's so many, like... It's, I mean, if you're good, like, Roman Reigns is such a, like, I really just, like, if you're going WWE, you're going to go Roman Reigns. If you're going to go AEW, it's going to be 
I mean, I guess Hangman and Brian were the highest ones, but like... Well, Punk and Edge, come on, man. They had great years, but not over Bobby Lashley. Come on, man. Yeah, but they're bigger names. <laughs> thing is, I feel like if you put, like, if you didn't put Punk and, and, and Edge, like, they would, the Biggie and Bobby wouldn't get votes anyway, so they'd go to all the other people, but... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good years, it just... It just it's a star power at that point. Yeah. So are we saying it's rigged? What are we saying? I mean, I think I think you might have stuffed a few ballots. <laughs> I mean, whoever voted for fucking Daniel Garcia as breakout of the year, I can't wait to laugh next year about how terrible he is. <laughs> First of all, he's not terrible. Second of all, he's awful. When he wins a championship next year, you better you better start eating crow. I don't have to eat crow because he's awful. I don't. You, Put the heavyweight championship on him. He's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. Um, What's he going to break out to be? He's not even like TNT championship material. What the hell is he going to break out to be? Break out to be a champion. <laughs> you know what? Six-man tag team champion. <laughs> if they're winning the 16-man cha- tag team championship, it might as well throw it in the garbage. <laughs> Did you say 16-man tag team title? Because that might the be accurate. Six- I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they have 17 fucking way off so no they're well i don't i don't know if uh, if you're having that guy be a champion in your company in 2022 you got fucking problems <laughs> kid yeah mr marzo you do not see talent when you see it i guess you're not a daniel garcia you're not a red dead fan or what's his name red death who <laughs> i don't know who you're talking about is that him i love how we had to go back all the way to the AEW newcomer category newcomer category from like and half an hour ago, just to shit on Daniel Garcia. Who? Red Death. Who the hell's Red Death? Daniel Garcia. No, he didn't win Newcomer. He won Breakout. Of oh, the Breakout. Year. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. No, Jamie Hayter was Breakout because she was Newcomer because she was actually new, but like Brian won or something. Because <laughs> she was no, actually fa- new. I'm honestly, I, like, whatever. Daniel Garcia, people like him, whatever. I don't see any future or any star. Like, talk about drawing dimes draw pennies or that guy <laughs> um, I was honestly more surprised at War- like how's Wardlow not higher than he was honestly wow Mr. Marcel I can get powerhouse because I feel like they have like literally put no effort into them like every time he- he's got a big match he just loses yeah but I mean come on I mean Wardlow guy's fucking I mean I don't know how far he'll go but I mean he has the potential to be like box office but yeah we'll see I don't know I feel like if they break him off from it I feel like it's just too like I feel like MGF has other things to do, so like break him off of MGF now. I, it's just eh, I would wait a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was surprised. Are you asking me, Mister Marceau, to recount the ballots? <laughs> I mean, I still. Uh, I'm gonna get a tickle just once we get off the phone about how Daniel Garcia is number one. <laughs> Who was two? It was like it was a crazy list for the Garcia two? one. Yeah, Daniel Garcia won. Like, uh, what's his face? Dante Martin was three. Like, I get it. Like, I think he has potential, but. Over Wardlow, eh. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Wardlow will—he's not most likely. He will break out, is the thing. Yeah, exactly. So, see, people must have read it wrong. <laughs> this is my, this was my who fault. Who? Who is two? Jade. Jade. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, Jade uh, was two. Like the Mark Sterling stuff doesn't help her in my mind. Like he's a fucking goof. Um, that bitch, y'all. I, I kind of want her to win the belt just for that reason. But uh, man. I'm dying. Like, I don't know. Why don't you put Bunny on there? Like, one of the Street Fight people on. Or Anna Jay was in it. And I, I like put Anna Jay in there. Because I feel like Ty Conti already kind of broke out. Uh, she had a moment. I don't know if I'd say break out. But, 
with Anna J, I feel like she's like kind of like it's funny because they're dating, but I feel like she's like Jungle Boy of the women's division. She gets like a little push, and then oh, we're gonna take it away from you. And then a little push, oh, you're gonna take it away from you. So <laughs> we'll see with her. I think she's great. I mean, I remember when she <laughs> got debut with a vignette and got buried. How about um, Abaddon? Yeah, that's awful. But no, I think Anna J has the potential. I think they're taking a little bit more time with her. Um, but yeah, I mean, Daniel Garcia. Hey, you know, he's going to break uh, out. The Tony Convo? I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> they're on every show. I mean, I get it. You like them. But maybe, maybe 2.0 voted. I mean, sure. They're <laughs> awful. Wow, you're not a fan, I could tell. I mean, I don't think I've seen them wrestle the last probably two months are on TV. I just zipped through it. They wrestled last night. Yeah, I fucking fast forwarded. And they won. We're cool. They beat fucking <laughs> And the LAX would mean absolutely nothing. They had to get oh Jericho had to come back to fight him off. I mean, come on. <laughs> cool, he says. <laughs> God, this is an all time. I gotta go back and listen to the. <laughs> they won last night. Cool. I have a goldfish. What's the point? <laughs> the men's wrestler of the year was the best. <laughs> I gotta go when back. They... To the... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> they said in second place. Who did they say was in second place? One second. How did they say? Wait, did I do this? Suck. Yeah, I said in second place. <laughs> Brian Danielson, and you said, "Whoa!" <laughs> I was shocked. That was, honestly, that was shocker of the year. Daniel Bryan being two. <laughs> no, shocker of the year was Daniel Garcia winning his category. That was the second biggest shocker of the year. Jeez, Daniel Garcia. Oof. Oh man, I'm dying. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go take care of this. I'm dying over anything. <laughs> <laughs> I have to compose myself. It's funny. It is. Hey, listen. It is funny. Um, uh, I look forward I look, to next year. This is I always my favorite show. I need year. to, like, jeez, Daniel Garcia. I'm still not, I'm still, like, pl- I'm still, like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I'm, like, speechless. <laughs> I'm speechless, too. I can't die laughing. I can't stop laughing over here. Holy shit. It's it at, like, a McDonald's drive-thru again at 3 a.m. <laughs> that's, that's a whole other story for a different day. Just, oh, man. Always one of my favorite shows of the years, Mr. Mars. So I look forward to next year. Thank you to everyone, first and foremost, that voted in the 2021 WWE AEW NXT Year in Review Award, specifically for Garcia, because that gave me a great laugh. Not not because he won, but because of Marceau's reaction. Uh, that was amazing. So I look forward to next year when he does win a championship and, and our, <laughs> Mr. Marceau can eat crow here on the show. Can we, can I'm we not eating the- crow. He's not good. But you said he won't break out. He will break out. That's not putting a... Outlaw championship on him doesn't mean breaking out. I don't care. <laughs> if he actually breaks out, I'll eat crow. When he doesn't, I won't. Okay. All right. If he improves in your, from your definition of the word improve or wins a title or does like breaks out, he you will eat, you will eat your hat next week next year you're on the show. Sure. He's not gonna break out, but yeah. <laughs> sure. I still can't get over the cool comment. That was great. I got to go back and listen to that. Anyway, Mr. Marceau, this has been great. Uh, this has been an amazing year with you here on Russell Rant Radio. The first full year of you here on the show. I think ever, actually. I think we've never had a full year with you, Mr. Marceau, here on Russell Rant Radio, which is kind of crazy. I've known you for almost 10 years. 
Seriously, what's going on with that? <laughs> I know. Need Mr. More, need more Marceau here on the show. Uh, people yeah. who check out the show every single week here on Thursdays on WrestleRant.com, WrestleRant Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, um, Podbean. We're on Pandora now, Amazon Podcast. Rate the show, review the show, subscribe to the show for new episodes every single Thursday. We'll be back next Thursday, Mr. Marceau, breaking down day one New Year's Eve. I look forward to it. Can't wait. I <laughs> can't wait either. Can't wait for next year. Not for next Control your laughter, buddy. You're killing yourself. I am. I, I gotta get off this thing. I go. I gotta go compose myself. Um, until the Mr. Marceau, have a very happy New Year. Go enjoy the ball dropping uh, tomorrow night, and I'll catch your ass down the road in 2022. Later.